Today on The Daily Charge, we're all about VR, using it to practice firing people, the last Oculus co-founder jumped ship from Facebook, and a special first look at Star Wars Secrets of the Empire. Good morning and welcome to CNET's Daily Charge. It's Thursday, August 15th. I'm Bridget Carey. I'm Roger Chang. Welcome back from maternity leave. Thanks, Roger. It's good to be back. And let's dive in with a look at today's headlines. When you think of VR headsets, now one of the biggest players is Oculus, which Facebook acquired back in 2015. But as of yesterday, every founding member of the Oculus team has left the company. Nate Mitchell was the last co-founder hanging on before announcing his departure in a post on Facebook and Reddit. He was serving as head of VR product at Facebook. Now this comes right before the Oculus developer conference, which is taking place in San Jose, California next month. Roger, what's your take on how important this is that the last founder member of Oculus is gone, or is it more about how Zuckerberg just can't hold on to anyone who is from a founding company that he acquires? Yeah, like Kevin Steistrom, the, the CEO of Instagram has left. Obviously, Paul Malucky, the other founder, he's gone too. Uh, I got the sense that you know Facebook had sort of taken the driver's seat, and Zuckerberg in particular has taken the driver's seat mm-hmm. with the VR experience, so I don't know if his departure is that significant. I imagine he's just going to go off and just go to a nice island and hang out with his family with his millions and billions. Yeah, he's spending uh, more time with family was in the statement. Yes, yeah. this nice, nice little cliche. But uh, in terms of, I, th- I feel like Facebook has had a, has a, has had its direction in VR, right? Trying to incorporate it into its social network uh, and, and try to make this something for the masses. And, and that's, I don't think that plan changes mm-hmm. with his departure. Well, uh, next up is another VR story. This one made me feel a little uncomfortable, though. CNET's Leslie Katz has this story up now about a VR company that helps train a boss how to fire employees. Because when you have to fire someone from their job, you may feel uneasy when they look you in the eye and show emotion. But you can learn to develop a cold heart thanks to Barry. He is a virtual senior employee that you can fire in a simulation. Now, the character's reaction is going to vary depending on how you handle the situation. Maybe he'll get angry and yell, or maybe he'll calmly accept the news. Now, what bothers me, Roger, is like, in this example, you have this clearly elderly guy who's mm-hmm. close to retirement. And I don't know what Barry did to deserve this, but it kind of feels like ageism when you don't know. Uh, and I just don't like the idea that you need to be practicing to do something that is supposed to be hard because we are humans and we need to feel emotions for certain things I think you should be cold about. But I don't know. What's your take on this whole thing? Uh, you know, I, I mean, I think ironically, this, this helps you be a little bit more... Um Theoretically, it's supposed to make you more sympathetic, more, I guess, comforting in the situation. Because mm-hmm. not that I've ever had to fire someone, but um, I think it is maybe something you should practice so you don't come off sounding cold and detached when you're doing it. Because sure. people people react in different ways. That said, like I looked at the the images in the video, I'm like, oh, poor Barry. Like I couldn't help. I mean, he's a virtual guy. I get that he doesn't exist, but like I still couldn't feel for. I still couldn't help with feeling for him. I I kind of understand that virtual reality does have a benefit in being able to um, put you in something to make you actually maybe feel um, uh, uh, emotions and and uh, empathy is the word I'm looking for. Right. You know, so like maybe if you don't really care about something, maybe if you have to live it, that feel empathy. I just that the whole example with the old guy, I was like, what's going on here? Why do I have to practice it? Yeah, so I don't. I, I but you know what? There could be some silver lining here. It totally reminded me, pieces. by the way, of that that scene in Up in the Air where um, I forget her name, the main, the main female character. She was practicing how to like 
let someone go, how to terminate someone, right? There was like a practice session with an actor and you know, it went super smoothly. Um, but this is like the next VR version of that. And it's- Practice with know. a person. Go home and find a friend or family member or something. I, feel I don't like, know. Like, I feel like that's not going to work. No? That, that person isn't going to be trained to or know how to react, right? Like- Maybe. They'll react the way they probably would, but that, that doesn't necessarily they won't, take they won't, they won't really make you feel uncomfortable if they're your friend. Exactly. They're, they're not going to push those buttons. All right. Well, lastly, we're going to try something different today. So Roger and I had our own realistic VR experience we wanted to share. Now, not everyone may be clamoring to buy their own VR headset at home to play a game or, you know, pretend to fire people. But <laughs> there is a unique type of experience called the void that could soon be coming to a mall near you. Check it out. The Void is a unique type of entertainment destination for virtual reality. Inside these walls, visitors are transported into fantasy worlds that incorporate your senses to make the virtual feel real. The company is expanding and opening up dozens of new locations across the U.S. and Europe. So, Roger and I got to check out the new space opening up in New York City this week with a mission around Star Wars called Secrets of the Empire. Welcome to The Void. I'm Joe. I'll be your guide today. If I could just have you guys stand up against this wall here for me and I'll get your first names. When it's your time to embark on the mission, a guide's going to get you set up and answer any questions you have. And every experience has an introduction video to set the tone of what you're about to encounter. Alrighty guys, so we're about to get a briefing by the commander. If you go ahead and follow me. We get lightsabers? I want a lightsaber. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Are you there? Are you receiving my transmission? This is Captain Cassian Andrew. Oh, hey, I know that guy. Rebellions are built on hope. And we all hope you succeed. Ooh. That's intense. Right. So, do you know your mission? Yeah. Yes. What's the mission? Gotta get the, get the thing. box. The secret and, thing. And, and the stormtroopers. Get the crate, stay alive. When it's time to suit up, you strap into a backpack computer system with a helmet, visor, and headphones. Roger and I could hear each other inside our headsets, but we're not tethered to anything. It's all wireless as we are taken into a gray room to begin. Within moments, the walls transformed, and we were on board a rebel ship and could see each other dressed as stormtroopers. Oh, I see yes, you. You're purple. I can see you. All right. Hey, you're purple. Awesome. The Void has these little tricks to help you begin the process of trusting your legs and body in the virtual world. For example, by sitting down in the ship, you realize you can reach out and touch things in your environment. Everything you see, the walls, the door frames, the railings, is going to match what is actually around you in the space. If you see a lever, pull it. If there's a gun, go on and grab it. Buttons and control panels, they're also part of the game. Ow, 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 ow. What's really cool is that you can feel the wind rushing by you when you're outside. And because we're on a lava planet, you're going to feel plenty of heat around you. Oh, we're going this Wow, it's getting fire. way hotter. It even smelled like another planet. If you get shot by a stormtrooper, whoa. Whoa, 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 well, you're going to feel that too because these stormtroopers don't miss. The action picks up quickly, and by the time it's all over, you are totally trusting that you can go anywhere and not run into anything. Okay, I'm uh, I'm head out. See you guys all later. I got to here. All right, I guess mission accomplished. Oh, We're heading home. All right, welcome back, Rebels. If you guys could go ahead and lift up your visors for me. Thank You're you guys right so there. much. <laughs> I will take those broken blasters from you. How was the mission? Uh, amazing. Successful. It was great? Yeah, we, we totally won. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. So when you look at the current state of VR entertainment, not a lot of people are rushing to buy VR for their homes. So what does The Void do differently for the experience? And how has that led to this expansion? The Void gives people a way to experience VR in a, in a very safe and a very accessible way. You show up at a Void location and all the gears there are waiting for you and everything's set up for you. And uh, then what you get to experience is something well beyond what you could do at home anyway. It's a great introduction into virtual reality and I think a really good way for people to see the potential of what VR will be in the future. Where do you see the evolution of the void? Is it different types of storytelling effects or different places we could see it? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a combination of things. There's new stories that are coming, things that we're working on, stuff that we're working on with, with Sony Pictures, uh, virtual reality that I'm very excited about. Uh, there's new technologies where uh, we're doing more with interactions in the experience, more with you having even more agency inside of the experience so that the story changes based on decisions that you make and even things you might say. Like a choose-your-own-adventure? Uh, yeah, to an extent, yeah. So that these things become more your story that you get to tell as opposed to one that we're just telling to you. Well, special shout out to Sally and Rich for producing this segment. And we should say there's more than Star Wars. When you go, you can kind of choose in some locations mm -hmm. different different story options. There's one based on Ralph Breaks the Internet called Ralph Breaks B VR. There's a scary circus mystery haunted thing called Nicodemus. Uh, there's also coming soon, they said something with Marvel. Mm. Although they won't say when and what exactly. But um, Roger, this was your time your first time doing anything with The Void. So yes. what were your reactions? Uh, I was blown away. I've done a number of these VR installations. There was one at the uh, MGM Grand in Vegas that I tried that was really just an empty room and we were shooting zombies. Uh, and then I've done, obviously I've done Oculus and, and uh, HTC Vive. This was by far the most polished experience I've, I've ever had. Uh, the, the, the idea that you had props, physical props that you could interact with just took it to a whole other level. It was matched so well. There was this part where there was a railing in front of you yes. where, you know, you see your hand, you can touch the railing. But if I use my blaster to shoot the railing, like the railing had like damage. Yes. I was like, everything in here is mapped and it knows what's happening. This is crazy. I, I, I was just super excited when I saw it. When we, we came in the room with the guns, I'm like, oh, we finally get our blasters. And like I reached out and grabbed it and I could actually grab the blaster and then I accidentally fired it and set off the alarm. But yeah. You know, it was funny. I was talking to our colleague, Mark, who did this on his own in Vegas. Mm. And he's like, nothing was stopping you from grabbing two blasters. And I'm going, oh. and, he, and he was like doing double when he was going into it. Did he, so he did it with two guns? He was. He did the, the Ralph experience. It was like, technically, he said that would work too. <laughs> There's a lot of things in here that I, I, I want to jump in again and try. Uh, and, and they said that there are some Easter eggs, but yes. it's about like... Between thirty and forty dollars a pop. Yeah, uh, it is pretty pricey. Although I, one of the questions I had before I tried it was like, how replayable are these things? And now that I've gone through it, actually, it's pretty replay. Like there are whole parts I'm pretty sure I didn't even get to experience because you had to look all around. And I was so focused on our mission right. that really I got one sliver of the experience. Mm -hmm. uh, the void. Okay, so they have Star Wars out already. Um, it's in 16 locations. A lot of them are big tourist places, mm. like at Disney World or Vegas. Uh, they had it at, at the Venetian in Vegas. Um, but now it's going to be coming to like more than 25 locations around Europe and the U.S. So a lot of them are going to be malls. So might be coming to a neighborhood near you. For The Daily Charge, I'm Bridget Carey. I'm Roger J. Thanks for watching.